Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Paranormal Roundtable. Paranormal Roundtable is three words, Paranormal Roundtable. And uh, I'm your host, Josh Turner, and with me, as always, is my main amigo. How is it going, everybody? This is Sal. Sal. I'm happy to be here, as always. Still haven't changed your name back to oh, never, Amanda. Never. I, I can't, man. I just it's, wow. Sal is so much easier. <laughs> Folks, you're talking to a man who hates his birth name. Well, you a moment know, of silence it's not for really that. Hates. It's just easier to say so. I guess I'm only the one given the moment of silence. <laughs> I will give a moment of silence All for the right, for the late yeah. name of Armando. So yes. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and, all that, and all that other type. Of and thing. then we have a big parade and long live Sal. There you go. That's it. Right. Okay. <laughs> the king is dead. Long live the new king. There you go. That's 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 a good way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. I tell you what. Given that quick recap of last, you know, last episode we did. Devil's Backbone. So much goes on there. So much has gone yeah. on there. You got to plug the email, so Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, before we jump. Yeah, everybody's there. excited to jump right back into what we were doing on the last uh, installment. Uh, the email is doswolfman88 at gmail.com. Doswolfman88 at gmail.com. That's where, how you help me make this magic happen. Yes. So send me uh, your stories. Anybody's got a story you want to tell, and we'll see what we can do. You want to talk to me? You want to talk to Sal? You want to... You wanna, interview whatever you want to do let me know yeah let us know so we can get things arranged and we can get uh, your story on here absolutely so wh- where we left off last uh episode was the dog man uh, not i'm some do- uh, devil's man. backbone starts with a d both of them oh yeah devil's backbone now there are some dog man stories out of oh that. yeah, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't doubt it i wouldn't we have a goat man story that i was going to talk about that we didn't get to get into yeah. Um, very creepy. Uh, that is a very creepy entity. I'm what do you still, call it? The uh, a cryptid, a very creepy cryptid. Yeah. It, you know, just the sound of, of when people, you know, the descriptions that have been given, that that just blows my a mind. A lot of people, when they describe this creature, they, they talk, they, they say that, that it, that, that it'll mimic people's voices. Like, yeah, I was like, I was kind of blown away by that. I up to this point, I don't have any stories of them mimicking people's voices. But maybe, maybe somebody will. Somebody's me, had an ep, I mean, somebody's had an encounter. Give me something that, that that you know where they were. I guess heard this thing, or maybe saw this this particular rare cryptid. Bad enough that you would have to to encounter. Yeah, but then it's like. It's like this is your mother. Clean your room. What's My mom doesn't mother? talk like that, but I'm just saying maybe your mom is like you know Emilio. Clean your room. Yeah, it could be Pablo. Like Pablo, come to Florida. Pablo, we miss you. I, <laughs> I don't know if that's how your mom sounds, but <laughs> then you turn around and it's like the devil. Uh, he's like, well, actually, I'm the goat man. I just was using ventriloquism to throw my voice to. Yeah, it's but in all seriousness, folks, it's this is a this is one of those that really, really. Even for some people out there who who've had their dogman encounters, Bigfoot encounters, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, a goat man still unnerving. Yeah, it definitely. I have had a dogman encounter, and like I said in, a, in another episode, yeah, a, a sort of Bigfoot encounter was like <laughs> I kind of missed the boat on it. But hey, you know what? I I have not had a goat man encounter, and I am not in a hurry to have a goat man yeah, encounter. There is I'm, no I'm rush agreement with that. There's no rush for here. So. We talked about Burt Wall's book, and we talked about some of the things that uh, had happened out in the backbone. Yeah, a lot of that um, history out there. The history of the Devil's Backbone, yeah. We we went over, we talked about the monk. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, Espinosa. And then we talked about the Confederate 
soldiers, soldiers with the now with the another sidelight to that before we get into the goat man thing i wanted to say that the, that according to the history of, of what i have researched that the spaniards had buried treasure out there too so i wouldn't doubt that either so but. there is actually buried treasure you know, and I don't know the whole story of it. I know that some of that land out there was was taken over by the state, I believe. Quite possibly. And, and who knows? You know how you know things work. If the yeah. government hears, hey, there's money out there, then we're gonna. <laughs> so maybe they, maybe somebody located something, and you know, That's if I'm out there, and if I'm out there with a metal detector, folks, I'm gonna tell you right now. That treasury is mine. I'm not going to be like, oh, I better go and report this to the local magistrate and let them know that, hey, I found some gold doubloons out here. I'm sorry. I know history is great. I'll, I'll donate one or two to the to the, the, to the Bob Bullock Museum over here, and then the rest is getting melted down into gold slats, baby, so I can put some spinners on my rims on my truck. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't yeah. use them for spinners. I'd use them for other nefarious things. But no, seriously, the, I, I read that, that there was like the Spaniards that had, they had, they had uh, gold, and that some of it had been shipped up there from Mexico, Yeah, and they were using the gold to trade with. The French were coming in at that time. Um, they, they, they were just starting to make inroads. And the French also, they, that was very interesting. They had a very good relationship with the natives. They, they treated them more as equals rather than, the, than how the Spaniards treated them as like, you were Lesser our slaves and you will do what we tell you or we will lance you. Yeah. That's... And, and now the Comanches and the Spaniards had this love-hate uh, relationship in the way that Sometimes they would have the same enemies with the Apaches. The Apaches would act out rebelling against the Spaniards, and then the Spaniards would have to put them down. And sometimes the Comanches would just kind of do it for them because the Comanches were so warlike and brutal. The only success that anyone had in, on any large scale against the Comanches were the Spaniards in the early going They, they when they first came through there. They finally were able to drive them uh, to a certain point out of the area where they were at. I was reading about the Spanish Lancers, and there was a general. I don't remember his name, but he won a, b a big victory out in in, in the west in, in uh, New Mexico. All that area. Yeah, in El Paso area, where he had actually defined a border oh, where they could nice. not go too far into that. And that was the only – and then for – Two three hundred years, nobody could touch them. I mean, they were the absolute lords of the plains. And once the Spaniards kind of faded out and said, "There's nothing here for us but but death," you know, they leave. Then the Tejanos, as the the, the Spaniards, uh, the Comanches called, because most yeah. of the Comanches did speak Spanish. Yes. Believe it or not, when they started coming through there, that's when a lot of other antics began with the Comanches. The shenanigans ensued. The shen yeah. A lot of killing, a lot of killing, folks, went on out there. To this day, they still unearth like skeletons with like arrow points in them and, yeah, and whatever arrowheads. Yeah, oh, you know, yeah. what makes me wonder about all this? I would, I would love to to meet a native, be a American. Spanish overlord, and have no, surfs. No, that's, no. Oh, that's not okay. my style. No, I'd like to meet a Native American that uh, you know that is very much from around that area, or has connections. I don't the think that there. I don't. I don't really think that there are any Native Probably Americans that not. live in that area. There's no reservations out there yeah, now. Well, I think that most of them had been or have been like dis, displaced. Dis, yeah, yeah. And That's so right. there, there are 
Mexican people that have lived in, out there for generations. generations. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say generations. And uh, yeah, for a long, long time. And then, of course, the Anglos when they came through there, and of now course. there were there was a strong German uh, population. Yeah. Further up the road, going well, to Green, New Braunfels, New Braunfels, yeah, like, and the Germans kind of German settled there. Now, now the Germans actually had a very good relationship with the Comanches. Oh, that's the Germans are they have a long history of getting along with native peoples. Yeah, and you know, and a lot of people that don't know history, I'll just say this: the Africans when during World War II, when there was the, the fighting was was sticking heavy. They were a lot more uh, cooperative with the Germans and General Rommel than they were with Montgomery and the British. Wow, well, obviously. Uh, they um, didn't like the British. The British always looked at everybody as like, you are our subjects. Wow. British policies make the world England, sir. <laughs> and so they they kind of like had a problem. The, the Anglos kind of had that same attitude. The, the Anglo-sized you know, sized, uh, peoples, they, they had an attitude of like these, this is what we're, we're going to live here and you're going to go away. Yeah, and the you. Indians were like, no, and they just began to shoot them with arrows. It's <laughs> kind of how it happened. Yeah. So History I imagine it's pretty, like that, but... too. They're like, you need to leave. And they're like, no. <laughs> and then an arrow comes flying out, and then all chaos ensues. Uh, and then everybody becomes a ghost, and then we're here to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, there you go. That's how it all went down, right? Yeah, but see. What the, Very the, simplification of that, folks, but that's what happened. Yeah. But the biggest thing that gets, you know, that gets my wheels turning up in my brain is is the fact that. There's that goat man legend out there, and you mentioned in the last episode that you have a goat man that was told to you by someone who out there who witnessed. Yeah, that and that and that, um, that goat man story. I'll I'll get into that, but, but just wanted to lay that history out there. So sorry yeah. for that sidetrack, but I needed to lay that out there. Yeah, there's a. I mean, it's a huge long history. But I do stuff. have an important question for you, sir. Yes, what is that? What size are the wheels in your head? Oh, I'm just thinking question. if we recover some of that gold, I need to know what size the rims need to be. Well, you, to know, put- <laughs> my, you know, I would say about an inch to 20, an inch and a half. Tw- yeah. yeah. They're, they're, wow. So they would be, they would be considered, tiny wheels. Well, I don't have a huge head, <laughs> you know, so that would be the equivalent to 20s or something. I don't know. All right, folks, <laughs> let's get into this goat man story. All right. Y'all are probably going like, shut up. All right. Here we go. It, it, really, that's directed at you because they, yeah, so, they love me. Sounds good. That they, sounds good. Very good. <laughs> Tiny head Sal. There, no, yes. folks, he actually his head is in proportion to his body. I will be I will be very honest. Sal, you are not an ugly individual. I don't really well, judge I don't judge much. men, but I don't I don't think you're a very ugly individual. I I think I have a face made for radio. Hey, that makes two of us. <laughs> right. So this goat man story, what happened was Gary uh Scorpion, uh, he was my roommate. He was on a, a previous episode and we talked about the house. Well, he actually worked with a guy, and this guy became really good friends with them. And I'm not going to give the, the the place where they worked at and all that because that might be a little too much information. He had lived out there his whole life, and he had some stories. And one was he was coming home because he always worked at night, so he was coming home from a, from a job he had working late night or whatever. And it was uh, I guess it would have been early morning that he got off at like five at that job in the morning. So he was coming home, and it was it was after five o'clock in the morning, but it was still dark. But he said that as he was driving down this dirt, this this uh, gravel road driveway, I guess what it would have been, when he turned off of this particular road to to go onto this right there at this crossroad, I guess it would be, he sees this goat-headed creature, for lack of a better term. It had tall horns that kind of went up and rounded. 
is what like, he like said. A, like a goat. Almost like a, well, or, to me it sounded more like a ram. Right. But yes. like the way okay. he said yes. that the horns rounded, but they didn't curl. Okay. So I don't know what that is. You can draw your own conclusion to that. He said that the creature was white. It was white. Oh. His his lights illuminate his uh, lights illuminated it, and that the eyes. Uh, he said it was very pale, white looking. It had the a little the little beard, the little goatee, and it had an elongated face. It was ve- the the head was very goat, very, very goat like, yeah. yeah. And that that the hooves were very prominent, and that it had hands, arms, the hands, everything was white, oh, wow. like it had a a thin layer of fur on it or something. And he told us his story, you know, and he and, and he told me and 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 Gary. And another guy that worked with him, and, and they were all on break, and I was up there, you know, shooting the breeze with him. And he's telling us his story. He go, and you know, and they're all out there smoking cigarettes, whatever. But he's like, he said, "I'll tell you a story." Finally, got him to tell me that story, and then he nailed, he laid it down, and 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 uh, yeah, that that nailed the description of of what, like I said before, the demon god Baphomet type yeah. looking goat creature. But the way he said that the horns went back and kind of curled, I don't know what that is, dude. Well, he said that it was they were very tall, and this thing was very tall. And I asked him how tall do you think it was, and he said seven feet, maybe. You know, from from the hoof, from the from the bottom of the hoof to the top of the the horns. You know, oh, he wow. said that it might have even been taller, but like like as the horns curled back, some you know. That's see, that's 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 those kind of stories when you hear, it, but. It's not surprising for the devil's backbone. I mean, so much. No, nothing. Nothing is surprising there. when it comes to that place. So I, it he, doesn't surprise did me. Did he? Uh, did he? Did he drive by? I told it, or him, did he, or did he stop and look at it? I'm pretty sure he drove by. Why would he stop and look? What in the heck I is wrong tried with to you? Stop a little bit to look. That's and then crazy, take off dude. Again. Like I would have been out of there, dude. Like <laughs> this guy is like, what are you talking about? I mean, if you, I, I didn't ask him, do you have uh-huh. a fifty caliber machine gun with you that you could fire up on this creature if need be, like with mm. incendiary rounds? No, I didn't ask him that. Now he's a country boy, and he, I know he's, I know for a fact that he always carries because one day I was up there with him and he showed me a nice Ruger that he had. Oh, nice. But. I, I doubt very seriously that, that that if that was the piece he was carrying would have been able to do anything to no the devil's that, minion yeah. over there that he saw. You know, <laughs> I mean, like I, I didn't even ask him if he stopped or whatever because I didn't think that was even relevant. How dare you, Sal? Mm-hmm. You're gonna I put that been... man's life at risk in this story? Uh, just slow down a little bit. Get a good. Luckily look and for take us, off. he's still alive. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm 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 just glad that he survived the encounter. You're over here trying to like, did he stop? Well, did he take a know, picture? Just, you know, no. I don't know about a picture. I, I'm, right? I'm assuming, you know, and you know when you yeah. assume, but I'm going to tell you this. I think that he probably, from, from the way he told me the story, I I'm I'm pretty sure that he just kept going. Yeah, I, I mean, you know? I don't blame him. I wouldn't blame him one single bit. And I tried revisiting that with him once or twice later on, and he just yeah. nothing ever changed. So I believe him. Um, that same individual, we can get into a couple of stories he had. Oh, um, hey. His uncle claimed to have seen <clears throat> a Sasquatch-type creature out there on more than one occasion. Oh, wow. That's, yeah, I he had an adjacent that. property, and he said that uh, near that property, there was like a creek, and, 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 it, and it would rain, and that creek would get, and he witnessed, yeah, he witnessed two Sasquatch like jumping in and out of the creek. Like he went down down there near the creek, and- there were two uh, hairy Sasquatch, like quintessential right, like Sasquatch-looking creatures ever described. described. Said they had like pointy-looking heads, 
which oh. is kind of weird. Well, no, I, I remember that, that little like kinda, a ridge on their head. Yeah, kinda, but that, that that's oh. one of the the details that he told me. Oh, okay. And he said that that they had these like kind of kind of like cone heads, you yeah. know, and <laughs> yeah. that they were like down in the water and they were kind of like like splashing in it. Now I asked him about that. He said he said he had gotten some details from his uncle over, over that he had seen these two individual creatures on more than one occasion he said that they were only about six to seven foot tall they must have and that they weren't ones. real big and developed that they were they were just kind of you know slender i guess i, I don't know he did he didn't say slender he just said not real big and developed oh, right. i, well, I guess I'm, I, I'm 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 saying slender i guess when you compare that to the the reported sizes of the full-grown uh alpha males and and or just you know, yeah, I mean, de- I've, fully gotten, developed, I've gotten I a lot of Bigfoot better... stories, and I have, you know, I have one lady, oh my gosh, she, you know who I'm talking about. She's always, she sends me a Bigfoot story a week, and it's because she believes that they have habitated in her land, oh. and that she's growing vegetables, and that they're eating the vegetables, and that there's all these different sizes, and they have very different names. They all they all have these, like, Ezekiel and Hezekiah. Oh, I guess and she's like, gone and named them all, huh? Yeah. Wow. It's, it's kind of like breaking Amish, but she's baking Bigfoot. I don't know. <laughs> hey. I don't know what. <laughs> but, you know, she 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 talks to me, like, on, on these messages, like, I'm supposed to know, you know. Right. That's just what Bigfoot do. Well, you know what? I don't know that. Right. Bigfoot oh, no. is not my area of expertise, but I'm not an expert on any of this. No. All I'm doing is getting your stories and I'm putting them on the show and that's about it. We'll get into her another time. She oh, sent definitely. me like probably no less than a dozen encounters that oh, she wow. had with these things. And that is also not in Texas, so that's not been you know, Right. We we won't but, we can't include that right now. Yeah, and, and, I, and, I, and if you're stuff. listening, I'm I no no I meant no, no disrespect, disrespect at all. No. I just I can't keep up with all the encounters, and I'm not able to comprehend a lot of it. So, you know more about Bigfoot habituation than I do, and that's true. Some some know what some know more than others, but at the end of the day, you only know what you know, and a lot of those experiences are individual. I, I, to the I know person. I don't want to see one. Ye, well, I can't say that. You, you know. might want to see a. I, I don't even want to see a big toe, much less a big foot. <laughs> I'm good. I'm yeah. good. I don't want. To, I just like you know that 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 day that I was driving around with my wife and. That was enough for you. That you know what? That's as close as we came. You ever seen the movie uh, Vacation with Chevy Chase? Yeah. There's a new one out. That's not new, but it's been out for several years. But it's got the guy uh, Ed, uh, whatever from the Office. I can't yes, yes, Ed, yes. Uh, can't remember his name from the about. Office. But anyway, he that that new one's hilarious, and Christina Applegate's in it, and the guy that plays Thor, Chris Hemsworth. That's a yes. funny one, folks. You want to check it out. But the old vacation. The original. Yeah. yeah. And Chevy Chase, and they stop at the Grand Canyon, and he walks up and just kind of nods his head twice, and he's like, yep, and then they get back in the car and keep going to Wally World. <laughs> and she's like, Canyon, wow, kids. it's so breathtaking. And he's like, yep, nods his head twice, and then they're back in the car, and they're gone. That was yep. that was, that was was their uh, trip to the Grand Canyon. So that's basically was, you with That's how I feel with the whole dog man. I mean, the Bigfoot or dog man. Yeah. It's like. I don't need to go and be like, oh, there it is, you know, like, and, and let's right. go sniff it and see what's going on. You, it's the double head nod, and let's yep, get that's some, it. let's get some samples of its blood. No, I'm good, dude. I'm really, I'm really good just being in, a, in the studio and talking uh, on a microphone about it because I get your story and I'll retell it. But I'm, I'm, I'm just not real into the going out there and tromping around and messing with these things. I know they exist. I know they exist. I now I don't 100. percent I haven't seen a Bigfoot, but I, I believe. I 100 percent believe. But I 1,000% believe in Dogman because I've seen it, folks, all right? Mm-hmm. And so 
anyway, I don't want to see another one. I'm not in a big hurry to run out there and go find it. And, and it's, it's kind of weird when people tell me, oh, it was terrifying. It was horrible. Well, I'm going out next week to go hunting. Really? <laughs> like, really? Like, how does that really, like, you, you're just okay with that. Like, well, you could be like, a, you know, at that moment, you are you like, uh, does not compute. And you're, and I, I just can't <laughs> grasp it. I don't get it. If you've seen one up close, especially, yeah. why would you want to be out there? That's like people that go swimming in the ocean. They're out there playing in the ocean, and everybody does it. And right underneath them is this great white, you know. And I mean, and, and I'm and I'm I'll be, I'll be real honest. When it comes to the ocean, a piece of seaweed can rub against my leg and and it's jaws. And you're like, you're done. Jaws is <laughs> is get, is grabbing my foot, and I'm I'm scared, you know. <laughs> I'm like everything is jaws to me out oh. there. I don't care. I'd see a piece of driftwood, and there it is. Well, at the end of the day, all it's that means is all that means is that people are people are strange. People are going to do their thing. Well, so. you know what? And speaking of strange, I'll get back to the the story that this guy told me. This uncle of his saw on his property a couple times. Now, according to him, nobody else in the family saw it, but the uncle and I guess an aunt yes. that, that lived on that property. They never had any children, okay. so so they did not see that, and no one else that saw these two uh, creatures. But saw them on a couple of occasions and knew that they were out there. Oh, so that is the cryptids that they saw, the stories that they saw. Now that being said. There are a lot of ghost stories out there, and one in particular that that, that uh, I was reading up on is that there is a supposedly a herd, a ghost herd of cattle that runs through there. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's her, it's her, and it's herded by I guess the descendant of a of a Native American that 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 had one of the last Native Americans that lived out there. Oh, that. and that he his name was Drago. <laughs> that's the nickname drago the guy, yeah right? his name i'm sorry about that his name was drago was that, that the real name or just what they gave him? that's the name they gave him i guess i'm gonna just talk to you tony real quick you looked that up the information about that in particular um, yeah they call him that yeah i guess it's a... so, it sounds like the guy from game of thrones was he a Rocky? <laughs> maybe that's what it was he was yeah. a horse he was wrangling horses out there now seriously folks it's it, supposedly it's a it's a it's a head of, a herd of cattle that runs through there. And now here's the funny thing. Now that I, I had heard, I didn't know that the, the guy who was supposedly the, the guy that, that owned the cattle and that it was his land. I didn't know that part of the story, but I did know from someone who told me that they had an experience with those cattle, those ghost cattle, ghost cattle. They were in an area called the haunted Valley and oh. these ghost cattle came riding through and they, they witnessed them. There were three guys that witnessed him. He said he was with two other guys, but but and that they could they were almost translucent. You could see through them. Oh, that was, he, yeah, that was freaky. And he said that it was so weird, but you could feel the, the 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 hooves, the thundering. It sounded, and you know, and now folks, we're gonna get in later on to some stuff. I had my own personal experiences out in Devil's Backbone because I used to go out there, and and uh, I went camping out there. Now that's not a normal thing for me because I believe that when you go camping. You're inviting some of this stuff to come. Well, visit. <laughs> I, I just think that what's that little tent going to save you from? That's true. It's just a piece of. What are you going to roll yourself up in a sleeping bag so oh, you can be like a a taco for them? Basically, <laughs> you're just going to for any weirdness. You're, you become snack food for whatever <laughs> yeah. creature wants to come out of that's the woods true, and eat you. Know? you. Uh, yeah, maybe a, a hot pocket. Yeah. There you go. Like maybe uh, you know, or or whatever you know, <laughs> or an egg roll. You know, or, if, or you're, if you're really skinny, you could be a taquito. Yeah, you go. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, you're some sort of rap. Anyways, 
that's my thing and, and and so i've had finally i had some friends a group of friends who said let's go camping out there so we did and i'll tell you about that later don't forget oh yeah to remind me about that later on we i have a story about that um but so what and then and then, and then of course we're gonna bring uh my brother on and he's gonna tell you oh he was with you for that little no event, not for that his no 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 this 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 is the uh the story that he told you oh okay yeah 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 and you that. and you I mentioned that, that you wanted to tell that now i wasn't gonna tell it and i was gonna do that on a different episode and you and my wife both were like you got to tell that story yeah, because that's a very yeah. good one it wasn't anything unpleasant or bad it was just very weird yeah but we'll get into that but first let's get let's get back to this uh there is a mine that was there and there was a person that was killed, and, and, and people see like 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 what looks like these mine workers. Yes. That they, that they look like they're just kind of wandering around, like lost. And there's a a female and a child, I believe. Like they were settlers that were uh, probably killed by Comanche or Apache Indians. Yeah, and that they wander fun. around, and that they have they have gone up to people and asked for you know like like can you help us. And then they disappear. Oh, that's... Very sad. And then there was a story that I read about a little ghost girl that uh, a little boy was playing with this uh, little girl out there on a regular basis. And then the mom and dad were like, who are you talking to? And he said he was talking to the little girl with a hole in her head. Oh, that's... So very, very... Creepy. Those are very, some very <laughs> creepy ghost stories. You know, I, I, I had heard of a, a story from someone that, that claimed that they saw a battle between a small company of Spanish soldiers, what looked like Spanish soldiers. They had oh, the helmets wow. and everything, and that they were fighting uh, what looked like natives. That's interesting. And so, uh, yeah, I, I so I got some stories about that. I like I've I've just you know little short stories, or whatever. Did have a friend um, that was a buddy of mine that went to school at Texas State. His girlfriend claimed that one night they went out there. Uh, wandering around a group of like several kids and that they did encounter two what looked like native americans just walking along a trail and that they just kind of came out into the, the t- from the from the brush um both shirtless I, I don't know what the deal is these people they didn't wear shirts or well, what you know, the weather the i guess people. it was just hot or whatever but they yeah. came out and they were just standing there and it was cold she said it was like chilly you know mm-hmm. like they were wearing sweaters but these yes. people weren't wearing anything but just loincloths and she thought it was odd they looked at each other and one of them said something and i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna repeat the phrase because they actually he did tell me what he thought they it was yes ketete, or something What's like that, that. <laughs> that sounds silly saying it but ketete, i don't know what that means i don't know what language that is but that that's what they said and oh. then they went back into the brush and i remember this guy telling me and a friend of mine this story and i was just like that's weird i don't know what that is or what that i haven't researched that word to know what that means that's true from any native language because a lot of the native languages died off and when we were talking about the the comanches i was reading something about the archaeological finds you know and they and that they believe that the comanches wiped out like a lot of tribes out there I the Comanches were very, yeah. very aggressive and violent people. I'm telling you, I can't Either stress that enough. Them or kill them absorb off. them or kill them off. Absolutely, uh, the the Comanches that lived in that area were known as the antelope eaters. There wasn't a lot of buffalo, right? And but they were the remnants of another tribe that had been defeated and then absorbed 
into the Nermina culture, the Nermina yeah. being the Comanches. The Comanche, because the Comanches at first did not call themselves that. They just only referred to themselves as Comanche when that's how the settlers, the Anglos, the French, the Germans, and the Spanish all knew them as Comanche when the name was given to them by the Spaniards. But them themselves, they called themselves the Nermina. Wow. But they were definitely a, a very aggressive and warlike people. And so I, I'm doubting that these that these Indians, that these people are encountering into, yeah. were Comanches because they probably wouldn't have been as nice. <laughs> probably they probably not. wouldn't have been very nice. They're not going to be like, hey, Ketetete, and then yeah. walk off. They yeah. might have thrown something at them, you know, a tomahawk. That's just I'm, this what I'm saying. I don't know. But I know that, that one of the stories that in Burt Wall uh, they talk about, there was a guy who went hunting, and it was actually on the Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. Yeah, and he went uh, up into a tree stand, and he started to hear footsteps going around the tree stand. And so he sees this being that looked like an Indian, and he said it was a cold night. It was in late November, I believe, and he's wearing hardly any clothes. But he's wearing like a hat, and he comes out uh, from underneath the tree, and he looks up at him, and he's just kind of staring there, st- standing there staring at him. And he said that he just kind of walked back into the woods and disappeared. Well, then he said eventually, after you know nothing else went on for a couple of hours, he got down out of the tree stand, and he began to leave to go back to his truck. This being, this same uh, this Indian, or whatever yeah, it was. came out and began to parallel him, oh. walking step for step with them. He said it made him very uncomfortable. Yeah, I would have had that it, chill bumps all. Yeah, and he and said that it was body. so strange that it, it, the guy almost had a glow about him, oh. and that when he got to a certain point, then the Indian just kind of vanished. Man, and I hear these stories. I've heard a lot of these stories, like, and, and of course, a lot of them are just real quick, small. People driving down and seeing what they thought was a Native American on like like on the side of the road side or something. Of the road, yeah. Uh, well, there's a lot of dirt roads, a lot of a lot of you know small backcountry roads, for lack of better words. And you know those of you that's grown out in the grown up out in the country, well, you know what that's like. And especially for the people that's grown up, you know, in Texas and in and around Central Texas, Austin area, all that stuff, you can understand. We got a lot of scrub oak, we got a lot of cedar, we got all kinds of stuff around there, and so at night. Some of those cedars get so darn big, it just makes everything black. But you can look straight up and, and see the sky. If it's mm-hmm. you know, if it's a starry sky, you'll see it all. The devil's but, backbones like that. I yeah, mean, and a that's lot. It. You can go up and look and see. I know that Purgatory Road is, an, is a place too where there, and there's an old cemetery out there, supposedly haunted. It makes you wonder about Purgatory Road and how it's got its that name. name. I don't, yeah. I don't know. That would be yeah. interesting to. I, well, I, I would maybe it's an. Imp- it, maybe it's an implication to you know how the whole concept of purgatory is that you were you 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 know you died you didn't go to you know you didn't go down below and visit the devil and you didn't get to heaven you're kind of stuck in limbo and, and purgatory and just about you know it's it's kind of that that free for all zone if you will good or bad or good and bad well, if I would, you will. I would say purgatory road probably got its name from the wonder, wondering spirits out that's, there that, that's, what that's, yeah, that's what I would think that's what I was getting um, yeah I was going to go with that direction yeah yeah. It's amazing, but it goes back, you know, I know we, some of you guys have heard Vic's shows and in some other shows where they mention, how do you think, you know, they throw that question out, how do you think that some of these places got their name in, you know, like Devil's Mountain or, I don't know if that's a real place, but I'm just using that as an example. Devil's yeah, Devil's Mountain. this, Devil's Canyon, yeah, Devil's that. Yeah. yeah, and I know that I've heard it on many videos, and I think there's there's something to it. 
there's something to it. Definitely. Yeah. It's, Definitely. And let me get let me get back to these these ghost encounters. Sorry about that. Almost dropped the mic. Let me get back to these ghost encounters, and then then eventually, because um, we still got a couple dogman encounters to talk about, and. We're probably going to do another episode on this. So we there's, can, just, there's so much. There's so that. much stuff out there. I got uh, some little people. Oh, yeah. There was there was a couple little people stories out there that people have seen these things. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like a vortex or a portal or some sort of time. I'm inclined to believe it's the, the whole deal what with the vortex. if it's a time thing? Like, yeah, well, no, all that, you know, space and time, the fabric of space and time, ley lines, the vortex, all that stuff. I need I need to I'll need to do some research on that. I think I can I, mean, I got some episodes of Rick and Morty I can go back and check out <laughs> and I'll see what Rick Sanchez has to say about, about space and time and yeah. all that good stuff. Cuz Morty, he just he's lame. He doesn't really know anything about science. You can't yeah. really get nothing out of him. <laughs> but Rick, but uh, Rick, yeah. Hey. Rick, he he'll tell you, man. Let me tell you, dude, a wrinkle in time. Oh yeah. He'll tell you. But it's really interesting, you know. <laughs> all the all the weirdness that goes on and and I'm sure we're probably just scratching the, the you know scratching the tip of the, the iceberg. Of it. I, I don't just think we could surface. ever do all the stories out there. No. And can you imagine if we ever went down there and if we were able to just talk to a lot of the locals that have been around there? I've I'm already sure done they, that. No, no, I'm talking about as many as we could just to hope. Oh, you mean see. just to go and like yeah, in canvas. General. Let's just go out and pass out fly. You know what? That'd be good. Can we do that, Tony? <laughs> can we get some flyers printed up and we could just go and say, have you had a strange encounter? Talk to these two people you don't know and tell them everything. You never know, but <laughs> you never know. Oh, you're not going to do it? Wow. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, folks. We, we were going to do that and get more stories, but Tony said Our no. Our creative director. So, I'll write a cardboard box little thing, and you can just stand out on the road with it. Hey, I, I think we'll we work for stories. Yes, we'll work for we'll stories. We'll work for stories. <laughs> I, we'll, we'll mow your lawn. If you for tell stories. Us stories, and then they're like, "Well, I got about five acres. Oh, I don't want a story that bad." I, you got a tractor? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what. Now let me let me get into this. A couple of these other stories here. I got yeah. I got one. There was one that was really it was kind of it was kind of interesting. I mean, it's not like a amazing or whatever, but it was pretty interesting. There's a there's a tavern out there. Now I haven't been out there in some time, but I know that there. I think I think now there's like two or three places out there. I think there's like a dance hall or something. Like that. I know they're like going that way there's like a mexican restaurant out there there's a lot of well there's been a lot more development the, in the development last and, and, and people better. like to yeah. go out there these ghost tours there's like two or three of them out there oh, now yes it's 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 become very commercial but it's not it's not as bad as like you know there's still a lot of like you can still go out there and drive around and get spooked yes there's plenty of that but i got a story there was a there was a, a, a young lady that that i talked to used to go to texas state used to work for us at the club years ago and we got on the subject of the devil's backbone uh, we were talking about that, the unsolved mysteries thing, whatever. And she's like, I got a story. We went out there. They were having a party. They were getting together, you know, whatever. And while they were having this little get together, she saw what looked like two, I don't know how to describe it, like wilderness people. <laughs> the yes. way she did, she, the way she talked, she talked was like, <laughs> they were like olden times people, like wilderness people. And she was like, they just like came out of the woods, you know, Kinda like pilgrims. And, and, and yeah. And I, and so my brother actually made a joke. He's like, Oh, they were pilgrims. And she, he actually said that, you know, you were talking <laughs> wow. about that. And then, and then she's like, no, not like pilgrims, like, like from the, from the Plymouth, you know, but like, like old settler type people uh -huh. and she's like they, they look like old cowboys and that one of them was carrying his rifle kind of sideways and that they came out of the woods and i'm thinking maybe there's some old boys out there 
that just dress that just dressed very dressed western, part, yeah. and maybe that they uh, one of them was carrying a, a, a rifle. Maybe the other one had a, you know, and so maybe he was carrying one of them single action pistols or something. Mm-hmm. So I started asking her about it. And she said that they just stopped on the edge of this little party that they were having and just kind of kept staring at them. And everybody was just kind of talking and whatever. And then gradually, you know, 20, 30 people out there, you know, everybody just kind of starts looking like, who are these guys? Oh, and they just kind of sat there and they, they very sullen face. That's my words. Her words were not that complicated. She just said they looked very creepy. Oh, and wow. very creepy, you know. Because all she could say. Well, that's all she could muster. You know that that that's the that yeah. <laughs> when I was, I don't know if now, but everybody the, that that was the big creepy and random. Those are the two words that they like to use. But she oh. said that it was very creepy and random. And then of course, me and my brother started laughing. We're like, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, it is very random. It it is kind of creepy. But she said that their faces were very. They were looked angry. Oh, and that they were staring at them, and then they just kind of walked off. And that two or three of the people that were kind of staring at him as they walked away said that they faded away. Now so that, that was weird. weird. She said she personally did not see it, but the people that she was with said, "Yeah, they it was like they just they away. just literally faded away." That's... So what was that? That was weird. I don't I don't know how to classify that. I don't know what that would be. How somebody can fade I would away. attribute a lot of that to, like you said earlier, the vortex, ley lines, you know, that kind, that kind so, of so thing going it, on there. That, that, let's touch on that. So you think maybe uh, these people, they actually came out of some sort of time? Well, the, well, the vortex, you know, where, where you get anomalies, you know, space and time and everything else is, it's that weird place where the past is hanging around with the present mm-hmm. and in and since the quote unquote fabric, since it's so thin that it can be crossed the veil, over, the veil. Yeah, that's a better word. But that's 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 my opinion. I'm no expert, but that's that's how I'm seeing this. You so know? it was like a spiritual. Yeah. When, when they, so they weren't. OK, wait, I'm, I'm trying to follow this because I'm actually intrigued by your idea there. Do you think that they might have been spirits or do you think that they it was actual time warp or something you know that that's a hard one to call because I'm thinking a mixture of both the past. Because I got a buddy, my friend thing. Pete, up in Colorado. Hey Pete, yeah. if you're out there, he likes to listen to my show. He claims that he thinks that that's what ghosts are, and we've had this conversation many times like, that they're just time slips, or yeah. some sort of time slips. It potentially could be. I mean, it's so yeah. So because much sometimes you'll you'll hear thing. about hauntings, and I'm not no expert on this either. Yeah. But the residual haunting, as they call yeah, it, the, it will be something that there, replays yeah. over and over again, yes. and it's like, on a, it's like on a time loop. Yes. And then you have hauntings where it's more like... The energy is the, there. Yeah. And, and it's just like this entity it has this energy about it, and it's cognizant. Yes. Those are the ones that are a lot more scary. Yeah. <laughs> That's the ones where you're like, who are you and why are you in my living room? And, you know, and they're like, you know, looking at you and they're like, I'm here because I'm here. And, this and they're looking place. at you like they know you're there. Uh-huh. They're yeah. acknowledging you. Very self-aware. Now, yeah. that friend that I was telling you about that, that Gary used to work with, I'll, I will tell a story about that. Oh, please do. He had a haunting that happened in his house because his house had some ghost activity and speaking of a, of a ghost being cognizant he had an a ghost that actually he was standing in in the hallway talking to his wife and i remember one story he told me was that he felt something brush against his hair 
And he turned around and he saw what he thought was a woman wearing like a white gown kind of walk through the, from the hallway going from the den, into the den, like toward the kitchen. That's odd. And, yeah. And so he said that that was the first time he had seen this thing, but that, but it wasn't the last, that there was another time where he got up in the middle of the night to go to the refrigerator and to drink. He, and I remember he said he wanted to get a glass of milk. Now, me personally, I don't like milk. I just can't, I don't, I, but there's, everybody drinks it. Believe me, everybody drinks it. I'm a weirdo. I don't like milk. My dad's the same way. We don't like milk. So when I told him that, I was like, that's the scariest part right there for me is that you were drinking milk. <laughs> I don't like milk, you know? And yeah. it's just like, ugh, okay. But he got up in the middle of the night and he said that sometimes when he couldn't sleep, he would go drink milk. And yeah. so he got up and he was in there and he went to go grab the carton of milk. He went to go pour the milk on the counter. He had one of those island, cause I got the details from the guy, you know, yeah. and he said it was like an island. In you the know? middle, yeah, yeah. In the middle, because they had actually renovated that house. It was oh. an old farmhouse, oh, ranch, no. or ranch house, whatever. Ah, okay. And that he looks, and he had one of those back doors, and I asked him to describe it, the glass in the middle with the little squares going in. It's like yes. squared, you know, the, the little square panels all through it uh -huh. that are glass. And he said that he saw this woman just standing there looking at him with this very sad look on her face, and that she was wearing like a white dress that looked kind of tattered. And that her face looked kind of dirty. Oh, and that she was standing there just kind of looking at him. And then he noticed that she didn't have uh, feet or really lower legs. She was just kind of hovering there. And he, you know, and I thought, okay, is this where you drop the milk? And he goes, no. He goes, <laughs> I just put the milk in the fridge and walked back to bed because what else am I going to do? He goes, I knew right then and there it was a ghost. Yeah, the creep factor went straight to 10 right Yeah, there, and he right? was just like, I just walked straight back upstairs and I told my wife there's, you know, the next day, you know, there's something weird. That's when she said that they, when they first moved in, there was an old piano there. Yes. And they they had a couple times woken up with hearing like cling 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 cling. Somebody cling. playing on it. Yeah, and so they got rid of it. Oh, they got rid of it, and but they didn't at that them. point. They hadn't seen anything. But when they began the renovation, now you hear this too. Yes, you hear this too, and I'm going to get into this in an in, in a later episode because I I got a story from uh, and I'm just just kind of segueing into that really quickly. Somebody that was doing renovations on a very notorious serial killer's boyhood home oh yeah and that's gonna be pretty yeah it's pretty creepy and he had some yeah. weird experiences in there but let me tell you anyways back to this th he said that when they began the renovations that that's when the, the activity kind of picked up and it was always this one particular entity he felt like there was a woman's presence with him a couple times you know like when he was in the house he felt and like um his his son at the time was real small so nothing was really going on there but the wife did see this woman with the white standing with the white tattered dress, just kind of standing there looking down at the sun as he slept. Oh, the grandmother came over to babysit when they went out of state and the, the entity appeared to her and it was touching the little boy's head while it's while he slept. That yeah. would be unnerving to hear. Yeah, well, but it didn't sound like it was. So it doesn't it. doesn't sound like she was really harming the child. Yeah, that she was like a villain. Yeah, it wasn't malicious. You know? yeah. yeah, that's that's really, you know, and and you with that ghost story to me. I mean, that's that's the kind of stuff that goes on in the devil's backbone so backbone, much, bro. man. And again, going back to like we said earlier about the whole the vortex and the ley lines and and how the fabric of space and time is the veil so thin. Maybe it's just thin there. Yeah, yeah it has to be. That's the only thing I can think of. 
I got I got one more of these uh, ghost mm. stories uh, from his property and that 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 were that were that is story worthy, right. I guess, show worthy. Right. And then of course he just had a couple little quick things like one time in particular, like uh, his wife. I guess she, they had a little garden that they had, and that she was working in this garden, and that she heard a voice, and like speak. Like a male voice? Woman's no, it was voice a, it was a female's voice. Oh. Like it was always that same entity. Oh, okay. And it said, "Are these tomatoes?" No. Oh. And it was like they had. She had just planted like this uh, tomato vines or whatever. Yes. And that they hadn't really come out yet. But she, the, the the and she looked up to answer, and she's like, "Who's on my property?" And she said they had like four or five acres, so it wasn't like somebody would just be, you know. Mm-hmm. And so when she looked up. She didn't see anything. Nothing. But, but it was heard, a female's voice that clearly said, are these heard, tomatoes? She yeah. heard it clearly. Clearly, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and that yeah. so that was weird. And of course he had said that that he heard he had heard voices before, but it was always like real brief. Like, you know, he heard something that, that just there was like some word that he heard when he was at, at the dinner table one day and that his wife didn't pick it up because she was moving around in the kitchen. Correct. But that he heard a word, but he couldn't make it out. But it was kind of garbled. Well, I something. asked him if you had to guess what it was. He said it was mother. Oh, but that's all that I could that he that he could. Discern that was his from. best guess. Huh? Yeah, yeah, he couldn't discern what it was, and but he said that as time went on, I guess you know because at the time of that this that, that it started, his little boy was like two, that's and at the time that he told me these stories, his son was already five or six, okay. and that I asked him if his son ever had any. He says, not really. Like, his son hasn't really said anything or, you know. About any weird About any of that, yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've lost touch with him, but if I ever see him again. You can ask him so, again, man. I, I would probably, yeah, I, I've done that. I've actually run into people at Walmart <laughs> and be like, hey, man, I haven't seen you in 10 years. Do you have any good ghost stories? <laughs> and people are like, okay. All you know. right, you haven't changed, Wolf. You haven't changed. <laughs> you still pester and badger people for weird stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what you do. My mom said that. My mom said that when I was a little kid, that I would I would ask people weird, creepy questions. Like, I'm talking three, four years old, and I hey, would, you're, I would you're still representing. You're still I would, staying true to form. I would ask people in line at the form. grocery store, "Have you seen a ghost?" And yeah. they would. My mom would be like, "Where does he get this from? Why is he?" I don't remember doing it, but she said I did. You, you know, know maybe. Well, she said my sister would ask really, really, really odd questions. <laughs> like, "Do you have a, a bathroom?" In your house, yeah, or and, it was just like, and she would just be like, "Why do my kids ask these?" But she said, "At least mine were like they were pertinent to something, you know." Yeah. So, well, I mean, sister, if you're listening, sorry about putting you on the spot. Like yeah, that. maybe she just had to know. Maybe some people didn't. That's why she asked. <laughs> maybe she came from. Maybe she, her past life. Yes. She. They had outhouses, and yeah. she was fascinated by the water closet. Right. Yeah. That. That makes sense you when know? you think about it. Well, that, if you never watched a lot it. of TV when we were growing up, both of them did. <laughs> so let me say, <laughs> the flicker the box must have been something that they were amazed by because <laughs> yeah. that was the main thing right there. I couldn't yeah. when I was a kid, I never could watch TV. I had to wait until everybody was gone because by the time somebody came home, mm. I was bottom on the totem pole. Oh, okay. <laughs> the youngest child, and everybody got to watch something over. So I got to watch GI Joe Transformers really quick, and then one of them came home and started messing up my day. And so then that was it. No was, more. Yeah. You're done. You, you had know? to let it go, huh? You got to watch your little quick cartoons, and then I could go outside and yeah. pretend like I was watching something. I was a big Three Stooges that fan. I'm it. still a big Three T- Stooges fan. Three I love Stooges. that show. Yeah, I love them. But anyways, whew, wow. I'm telling you, this devil's backbone. We Sorry we got off on that rant, folks. Yeah, ne- next, the next uh, 
installment we're going to talk about Devil's Backbone some more, but I'm going to tell a couple of Dogman stories. We just had to get these other encounters out, and I got a couple little people stories for you from out at the, at the Backbone, and so we're going to wrap this show up. We uh, my uh, my guys over here telling me we got to get going. So everybody, I'm going to plug the email doswolfman88 at gmail dot com. Doswolfman88 at gmail dot com. So yeah. we're going to like uh, go ahead and put a cap on this one. And yeah, hey, here's some thoughts. You know, this Devil's Backbone, like we've been saying, it is a big one. It's huge. It's massive. So much stuff going on there. You know, I was thinking about this, Wolf. I heard you mention, and I heard, you know, I heard your brother mention about an incident you guys had out there that was just odd. Are we going to get a chance to get that? You know, we going to get a chance to let the folks hear about that one. Absolutely, I need to hear. We're, it we're going to we're going to interview him, awesome, and we're going to talk me and him about. I'm going to tell my experiences, yeah. and uh, hopefully, you know, and we'll get we'll have time to get all that in. That and I want I want to get yeah. into a couple of Dogman stories, but uh, yeah, I don't want to start talking telling the, those stories, you know, because oh, yeah, we're, we're yeah. going to be running out of time. So oh, I know, it's, yeah, it's too bad that we only get an hour to do this, but you know what? Well, the, the problem is, it, it, I'm just going to be real honest. It's Sal. Oh, it's me. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Sal comes it, it's it's to awful. the studio to record, and then he's like, "My wife said I have to be back by six, so let's do this now." <laughs> and he's very rude about it, ladies and gentlemen. And then she begins to call, and and just calls all kinds of heck. And then we're trying. I'm just kidding. I made all that it's up. I'm just what joking. I do. <laughs> no, I see you looking at your phone though. No, so, I, I, I've been I've been busy here as of late, so unfortunately i have to look at my phone you know the 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 great thrills of having a 17 year old daughter and you know that's why i never have any money in my in my wallet it's just an empty wallet so but (laughs) (laughs) hey that sounds like my uncle butch he's like he's like i carry a wallet around but i got no money his wife she's got all the money he's like i don't you know he goes i I can buy a candy bar (laughs) you know or or soda maybe well that's why i say the joys of having a 17 year old daughter (laughs) An empty wallet, you know, <laughs> and 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 I agree, or, or an unclean room. And she's the baby too. I've so. raised three teenagers, believe me, and they are a mess. I've had all boys. You're lucky, you know. All my nephews, I raised them all, but yeah. they, awesome. they, they, oh, hey, well, they turned, hey, they've turned, hey, that's part of it. They get you going and all that good stuff. But anyways, in the end, I, I had the pleasure of knowing two of them. They turned out pretty darn good in my book. Two. I know two of them. You know Zane. Uh, well, Zane, I haven't seen him in a while, so yeah. I can't give you. 100%. Hey, man, he, he's he's a man of industry. He's working. He's well, up there. Hey, man, he's up there in Connecticut. Him. Hey, hats off to him and kudos. Give a to shout him. out to you, Zane. Yeah, there you go. You man. actually uh, gave him a ride up here. Yeah, when you first yes. met him. You had to That's give him. That's how I met him. We just talked with him. Yeah, but like I said, I haven't seen Zane in so long. But I'm just saying, I've got the pleasure of knowing two of them a lot more. Yeah, that's what I should be saying because that's what I mean. And they're good kids because I had to beat them. No, really? What the, well, I beat them. Yeah, chancla, with, everything, whatever I can get my hands chancla. on. the chancla. They got the chancla. No, right. they didn't need to get beat, uh, you know, like like they probably should have. <laughs> well, you know, we all needed it. At one time or another growing up, we were well, all hard I can tell you, I, I dang sure did. Yeah. I ended up in some places I shouldn't have been. That's why. And that's how you ended up with all these stories, too. Mm, not really. Not from being in places I shouldn't have been. Yeah, I guess maybe, you know, but not. <laughs> you met a lot of interesting people that way. Yeah, and 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 beat them up. Well, 
Well, ones you kept around as friends obviously have all. Yeah, stories but for I did. You, I did get a lot of stories from people, and so, folks, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, goodbye, good night, wherever you're from, whatever region of the planet you're from, or whatever other planet you're on. Hey, have a good night. Have a good day, like you said. And then just remember, we're going to do this again. There's still so much more on the devil's background. Yep. So stay tuned. We're going to give you another installment. It'll be coming up as fast as we can get it together. So right. have a good one, folks. Sign off.